What's up, everybody? Welcome back to For the Girls Podcast. Are you trying to copy me? I am. (laughs) (laughs) So, today we're just going to tell you guys right away what's new with our lives. Nothing. Nothing at all? To be honest, nothing. This whole weekend, this whole past week, has been chill vibes on top of chill vibes on top of chill vibes. Chill vibes are always cool. Yeah, I've been, I didn't do shit. i just been working and oh, chilling. Well, that's not very much of a chill vibe. Well, it is, because like... You get home from work and I get you chill? Home, yeah, I just get home from work. I take a nap. Well, I don't, yeah, I go to sleep and then get up, get ready, do the same thing. So it's just... It's chill, because oh, yeah. I have a routine. Mm-hmm. So you not, know? Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't have anything like doing on those days. I just... Same routine. Wake up, get up shower sh- shower shave and then go to work do you thrive off of a routine or are you a person that gets bored with routines i get bored with the routines like i can have a routine for like a couple days and then i'm like okay i'm bored of this routine and then i try to switch it up but then i get i get so you get pissed off if the routine you made doesn't go as planned yeah. or yeah i'm the same way so there's times where i'm like i'm gonna try to wake up but wake up not try to wake up. Try to work out during the days that I go to work. And then when I'm at work, I'm falling asleep. Okay. It's like, okay, that routine doesn't work. Let me go back to the other one. <laughs> <laughs> Working out it does not work. No, it's just not that. It doesn't work. It's just like I sleep less hours. True. So I cut like an hour to two hours out of my sleeping schedule. Which means that I don't take a nap. And if Edgar does not take a nap, he's cranky. So you sleep? A lot of hours. Like, if you add your nap hours plus your sleeping hours, or do, does your nap make up for the lack of sleep? Uh, my nap uh, makes up for the lack of sleep because I get home like around eight thirty, and I don't go to bed until nine nine in the morning. And then mm. I try to wake up at least one or two p.m. So that's ten, eleven, twelve, one, two. So four oh, to five hours. How many? Oh, okay. And then if I don't take my nap, that's all, all I sleep. And oh, then. No. If I wake up around one or two, I try to eat like three or try to do a workout, which I haven't re- recently because I don't have time. And, and I try to take a nap between like three and wake up around 4.30 to get ready and be out of my parents' house by 5.15. So you literally work, sleep, eat, shit, shower? Yeah, that's pretty much all I do. <laughs> well... Sometimes a routine's nice, though. Like, I am kind of wanting a routine all over again because I'm like you. Like, I thrive off of a, I thrive off of a routine, but when it is the same routine for a long time, I'm like, okay, I need to change something up. And right now, I need a routine because there is no routine and. Why are the dogs freaking howling? <laughs> are you kidding me? They want to be a part of the podcast. It's not my dogs, by the way. Oh. I, th- I think somebody in my neighborhood has like a husky. But some of the new things in my life are not very interesting because I told you I've been showering like ancient times <laughs> with a fucking bucket and calentando mi agua en la estufa. Like, are you kidding me? Have you been showering outside? Uh, I should have. <laughs> no. So we happened to our water heater, but it's fixed now. But it took about a week to get fixed. And so 
I mean, if if you're a girl, you understand there's days where you do full full showers, your hair, everything, and then there's days where you do body showers. So does that sound disgusting to you? It does. Cause I, I cannot, can see it in your face. I cannot go <laughs> without like having a full shower. Because like, my thing is like my hair gets greasy with a day and a half of, if I don't do like a hair shower. But you see, like if you're a girl, well, you don't even have to be a girl. If you're somebody with long hair and you style your hair, like let's say I did the most and I styled it today. And then by tonight, I'm going to shower and ruin my hair. Like, I could have woken up with styled hair tomorrow. So, we kind of try to, like, drag it on. That's nasty. So, like, maybe two, three days, you just do body showers. And then on the third day, you can do on a full shower, you know? Barf. But when you shower, like, ancient times, you tienes que calentar la agua. And it's just, like, super draggy. does not make you want to take a full shower um luckily my parents live very close so like on the days where i was like all right today's the day i gotta do a whole routine shower i would go over there to my mom's because there is no way i'm gonna be with my little bucket (laughs) trying to take all the soap out of my freaking hair like that's gonna take forever (laughs) no thank you and then like on some water i literally took cold showers sometimes that's refreshing oh my god no it was refreshing for sure but it wasn't relaxing Uh, like i wanted to get the hell out of the shower asap like (laughs) i wanted to just like jump in and out because it was it was cold did they say why your water heater didn't stop working i don't know the little fixed it oh that man can fix everything he's bob the builder I literally told him that. You're Bob the Builder. Rodolfo the Builder. Because, yeah, he fixed it, thank God, because we were looking at, like, you know what? We're just probably going to have to buy a whole new water heater. And did you know water heaters are, like, well, uh, they're, depending. They're expensive. Yeah, 800 to yeah. 1,000 bucks was ours. So we were like, um, no, you, you better fix it. Yeah, it depends on what you, if you want a gas or electric or, and then how many gallons. Mm-hmm. The only reason why I know this, I used to work at Home Depot. Oh, I was like, wow. Water heaters was in my department. Yeah, well, I have no clue what kind of water heater we have, but Rolofo did his research and it would have been almost a thousand bucks. Damn. So I was like, oh, I hope we can fix it. And thankfully we could. That's yeah. good. My other thing is I got fall nails. I got a Petty and a Manny. Ooh. And they are like a chocolate brown. Do they, do they, so I'm having Edgar look at them. Do they look like chocolate? Like a, like a caramel chocolate, they like a do. milk chocolate. Yes. Why the heck are those freaking... <gasps> okay. That's my dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's Millie for sure. And I am going through my crusty girl era. Ew. Thank you. And everybody goes <laughs> through this. Like, there's moments in time, in time where, like... Everything comes together to not be right about the way you look. Oh, my gosh. Hold up, everybody. Effin' Millie. Because she's just freaking barking. And I already know, like, the dog that my neighbors have, like, he could eat them alive if if he wished to do so. And my (laughs) dogs are being annoying. So maybe he does wish to do so. Catch me outside. How about that? Yeah. Anywho. The crusty girl era is when, like, for whatever reason, your skin ain't skinning, your hair ain't hairing, your outfits are just not, it, like, nothing's being right. Like, I literally have 
a gap in my lashes. I can see it. Yes, it's <laughs> horrible. Like, I think I'm missing a good four or five lashes. Like, it is a huge gap. I haven't even had lash extensions in over a year. Oh, shit. So, those are your actual lashes? That yeah. Are so, like, there's, like, no reason why I have this freaking gap <laughs> other than crusty girl era. I thought they were fake lashes. No. So, I... And so, when I put mascara... I don't even know what to do. When I don't have mascara, you can see the gap. Yeah. When I have mascara on, well, your lashes turn darker, you can see the gap. <laughs> but, like, with mascara, at least I, like, I try to... Blend it. B- yeah, blend yeah. it and make them look a little messy so that at least the gap is not there or it is but it's just not showing so let's just say i'm in my crusty girl era and i hope to be out of this era fast <laughs> why don't you get extensions like lashes lash lash extensions. extensions yeah i did think about that but then she would have to do a really big fan on both sides to close uh. those two like to close the gap and I feel like if my lashes are falling, that means they're probably not in the healthiest of their times, and maybe it's not the best time for me to get lash extensions. So I probably go. I probably go. I probably need to go buy some lash serum, help hmm. them grow all over again. Because the last time I had gaps like this was, I think, when I was in my postpartum time and my hormones were all wacky. So I don't know what's going on right now. You know what I need to get into my skincare routine again you're not in your skincare era no i was on my skincare era for like a good two three months and then i stopped so what have you been using nothing nice i love that answer (laughs) great (laughs) at least i'm honest i don't have no acne well some not even sunscreen not even i know I know. Don't get mad at me. Edgar. I know. So you pendejo. <laughs> <laughs> I need to, like, I need to get better with my skincare routine. Because, like, I know once I grow old, older. Yeah, you know the best anti-aging product is skincare. Sunscreen. And sun, yeah, so I need to hit Marlene up because, you know, she's an et, uh, Eddie. Uh, I'm an Eddie. <laughs> I'm an Esty. <laughs> You're an Esty. So, yeah, I need to hit you up again um, and buy some cremas para mi carita. Like you are, like you're all out of them? Um, they expired. Edgar! I know. Oh my gosh. I know. The sunscreen's fine. You're, even if it's expired, it's going to work. But the only thing about that sunscreen that you gave me is because I have a mirror, a mirror, <laughs> I have a beard, a beard. and yeah, a mustache. Like, it will leave the white Well, you're shadow. not supposed to leave, put, don't put sunscreen over your hair. Oh. <laughs> well, it's... Like, right now, how, like, how you have your beard yeah. at this moment. So, I just have to put it on my skin. Don't put it on your beard because your beard's pretty, like, long. Oh. Damn, I'm so stupid. But anyways, um, there is other sunscreens that don't leave any kind of cast if you would like to... Put crema on your hair. It's because <laughs> I just put it everywhere. It's porque es un pendejo. I need to take sunscreen 101 classes. Like, you know, when, like, because Rodolfo, I make him wear sunscreen every day, too. And so, because he has, like, right now, I think he has long beard, too. But when he, like, when you guys trim it and you can actually see the skin, go ahead. But, like, right okay. now where your hair is, like, completely covering, no need. Okay. And I'm also on my boy era no not boy era boy <laughs> crusty boy era because i need a haircut i need a trim i need a shave i just 
Yeah, I look fucking crusty and musty. No, I don't look musty. I just look crusty. Yeah, musty sounds disgusting to, to another level. Yeah, I just look crusty. We're I feel in crusty. Our crusty era. Maybe tomorrow I will get a haircut. I think. Oh, I just realized why I have a freaking lash gap. Why? You got in a fight. Yeah. <laughs> no. So I suck at putting on eyelash, like lash strips, the ones that you had just glue on for the day. Uh huh. And I had like two events back to back where I wore them. And I think like, I remember when I pulled it, like my, my lashes are so easily like taken off. I, I think I pulled them actually. Now I remember. You had a re- revelation. <sighs> Another reason why I hate lash strips. And then I also want to give you guys a pup date. As you guys saw last time when I, we posted on our IG, Dobby is fine. He is walking. He's thriving. He's a little bitch. I told you, dogs like to do things like that for attention. Charlie did that shit. And now he's fine. He's walking, he's jumping, and I'm like, you little bitch. (laughs) Yeah, my dog's a bitch. Uh, Anyways. (gasps) Oh. What the heck is that? Tech no. Okay, so I'm trying to use my light, but apparently it's not working. Anyways, so today's topic is... You want to say it or I want to say it? Today's topic (laughs) is we're going to be talking about what it is. What it was. What was it like to grow in a Mexican household? What it was like to grow up in a Mexican household. Yep. And we have both different experiences, even though we're both Mexicans. Mm -hmm. We are both different genders and. Different number child in the family. So that is a whole little. That's different. Yeah, it, it, your experience does differ based on, well, number one, you don't even have to be, like, even if you were the oldest and I was the oldest, your experience still wouldn't be like mine. But so that's just what we're trying to say, that like our experience may or may not sound like yours. But just for context, I am the oldest in my family, the only girl in my family. So my experience in growing up Mexican I feel like being the oldest and the only girl is a whole experience in itself. And I, for context as well, I am the third child uh, out of four. I am the second guy and I'm the cutest. Oh my God. (laughs) And the smartest. (laughs) So are you considered a middle child? Like the two in the middle, are you both considered middle child? I think so, but I feel like I'm like the ugly duckling. You know, after you said you were the cutest. No, not the. Is it, is it the black she- the black sheep? Yeah, I could be the ugly ducking. Yeah, ugly I duckling. think I'm considered that because, like, compared to my siblings, like I am way different from all three of them. But the ugly duckling is like the one they put to the side, not the one that's different. They well, did, I guess they it, did put me on the side. Oh. Yeah, because it was quiet. You were easy to put on the sign. Yeah. He's like, um, this bitch is not relatable. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like, well, with the exception of your sister, but I feel like you're all pretty quiet. All the boys. Mm, True. I feel like your oldest brother is more quiet than you. Um, maybe not inside your household growing up, but I think so too. But like with me, like I was very quiet and very shy compared to everybody else. Everybody else is very outgoing. I'm not. Mm hmm. Like, if I go, if you, if I go outside, like out in the stores and everything, I'm very like, don't talk to me. 
Stay away. Stay away. And I'm going to just go to my places where I need to be. And that's all. I mean, but how do you know how your siblings are? Because I've been with them. Like with my sister, she's very outgoing. She like, Mm -hmm. same thing with my little brother and same thing with my older brother. Oh, like with other people, like social? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not like, I, I don't hate it. I just. You go into your shell. I go to in my shell. And Mm -hmm. whenever I go to like stores, I'm there for a purpose and I don't like seeing people. (laughs) 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 Yeah. But if, uh, if someone approaches me and says hi or some like someone starts a, a, a conversation, I'm not going to be rude. I'm going to be like, cut them off. Like I will start like I will talk to them and everything. But I'm not the one who's going to initiate the conversation mm-hmm. compared to my siblings. They will initiate. They're going to go out of their way too. yeah. Talk. And then if I need help finding anything, I'm not going to ask for help. I'm going to find it myself. And then if I can't find it, I'm like, fuck it. It's not meant for me. <laughs> <laughs> well... I feel that I'm low-key like that. Like, maybe not as much because I'm super social. When Once I am in a social setting, like, like it is what it is, I'm a part of it already yeah. for the day, I'm very social. But if I am, like, out and about, like how you're talking about, like, going to the stores and blah, 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 and I can avoid contact with people, I will, which makes me sound like, like what a bitch but it's not that like because i just don't know what to talk about and in that moment and loki gives me anxiety like i don't know what to talk about and then of course once i have to there's not a big deal but it also depends who you are that's true like if it's the people that i talk to on the norm anyways like i'm happy to see you at the store i'll approach you but if it's like the people who i rarely see and they're not really considered my quote-unquote friends they're more like acquaintances people i've met at school people i've met at other family parties and i'm just like oh skirt going a different way (laughs) but it also depends (laughs) like how i look if i do not look ready i will not approach anybody oh my god i'll try to like hide and like go away i was just thinking about that yesterday because i feel like that that affects how you go about your days so much and we're going to talk about this in the next episode like we need we need to get ready because when you feel like you got ready like your hair looks good like your outfit is nice you're not like scared to run into somebody but when you look like crap you're like please please i don't want to see anybody and those are the days that you see every fucking buddy that you don't want to see yeah i noticed that they're like damn He's been 10 years at high school, so I mean, bien madreado. Yeah, it's like, fuck. <laughs> like, 10 years, and he looks like he's fucking 80. <laughs> That's what I always think of, like, sometimes when I'm out and about, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, obviously, like, I don't know why I even think this, because obviously everybody who has been at a high school who graduated with me is the same age as me, and we're obviously not going to freaking look like we were 17. Yeah. But in my head, I'm like, oh, my God, they're going to think look at her like trae unas ojeras her hair looks bad like what's going on here yeah that's my that's the reason why i don't like social contact in public places like in stores but when you plan it i mean but if i planned it I'm, i'm fine with it but like if i don't i try to hide from people i know like today i told edgar i'm like if we finish recording early we should go get some food and he's like only drive through because he's wearing Crocs. 
Are you kidding me? See, here's my thing. I don't wear Crocs out in public, only at work. But you're and like, at home. literally your entire outfit is cute. Yeah, but not with Crocs. Not one person is going to say, can you believe Edgar was wearing Crocs? Yeah, they are. Everybody wears Crocs. It's going to be all over Twitter, all over TikTok, all over IG. It's all going to be all over the news. Yeah. ABC 30 is going to be showing it's just, up. It's a normal thing, even though <laughs> Crocs are not the cutest. Everybody wears them. I know, but for me personally, I only associate Crocs with work. I see. I see what you mean, though, yeah. because I used to hate wearing my work attire to non-work things because I felt like, I don't know, I just did not like it. And see, that's the thing. Like, when I used to work at Home Depot, we would have to, the guys would have to wear polos. And, so now you hate or, polos? Not polos, but like the one with collar shirts. Uh-huh. So I, when I was working at Home Depot, I associated, associated wearing polos and then collar shirts only to Home Depot. So when I would wear a button up with like a collar shirt, I would be like, am I going to work? Yeah. It just didn't feel like, yeah. It didn't feel right. So that's why I started to look nice at Home Depot. Like I would wear like a nice button up and people were like, why are you dressing up? It's like, no, it's like, that's, I want to look cute. Yeah. But I know that I'm at work, but I know I'm going to get dirty. It's always the best to look cute, honestly. Yeah. And I did look cute. I would slayed that job slave like cop capital. i know you remember everything like right now when you were talking about water heaters i have a good maybe memory. i should have called you yeah you should have i would have charged ten thousand dollars per consultation okay i slayed capital s capital l capital a capital y capital Slay. e capital d slayed you forgot the ed i did and no I, I said it oh okay i slayed well let's shall we get into the topic yes okay so we are just gonna we're just gonna talk because you know we like to talk we sure do today i'm so, in a talkative talkative i know you came in and you looked all like giddy <laughs> and happy and i was like oh did you have your coffee i sure did i oh. want more though i know i can go for some starbies Starbies. starbies starbies we should go yes okay so i'm gonna start by like talking about the things i loved from growing up in mexican household because Here's the thing, just because you're Mexican doesn't mean, or whatever you grew up as, doesn't mean you have to love every part of everything. And this goes to anybody. And so, honestly, I love being Mexican. I love our culture. I love that I grew up Mexican and all the things I got to experience and all the things I continue to experience. And I hope that Gianna gets to experience a lot of what I experience but of course hers is going to be completely different but some of the things i love is let's start with the food the The food the food is delicious but let me here's my thing with the food the food here in the united states compared to mexico is way different when it Mm -hmm. comes to mexican food even though a hispanic person is cooking it here it's much more different than whenever we go to mexico well, yeah, because like you eat tacos here versus tacos in Mexico, and they taste totally different. I know, but like even though they're, it's like they're, it's being cooked by like a Mexican or Hispanic, like it's way different from our tacos that we go eat at like a Mexican restaurant in Mexico. Or not? Well, that's very stupid what I just said because <laughs> we are in Mexico. It's going to be a Mexican restaurant. But like even though they're Hispanic here, someone's cooking it. It's very different to the food that we eat in Mexico. Well, yeah, because just like like growing up with in in my household specifically like my mom obviously my mom and dad are mexican but my mom is kind of a healthy mom like 
My mom, instead of using like a lot of red meats, siempre quería usar pollo or like the slightest amount of like oil. Um, like whatever was less fattening, she would do it. And in Mexico, they'd be making the frijoles with manteca. True. They're like making like, you go and get your literally, the tortillas are made by like the day you go and buy them. They were made that day. So they're like delicious mm -hmm. versus here. I mean, if your mom's making you tortillas every day, like that's great for you. But that wasn't the case for me. And honestly, I'm not about to make tortillas every single day <laughs> as a mom either. But like, there's just all these little things that make a big difference. I remember I would go to Mexico and I'd be like, ¿Por qué los frijoles saben? Diferente. And as a kid, I never really like understood. And then as a grown up, I'm like, oh yeah, my mom does not use manteca. And I feel like everything over there is like done differently. Like my mom, caldo, caldo de pollo here is way different than the caldo de pollo that my grandma makes in Mexico. Oh, the caldo de pollo in Mexico. It's fucking delicious. Um, I'm not a caldo de pollo person, what? first of all. Oh, I love it. So I will try to avoid it anywhere. So honestly... I don't think I've had caldo de pollo in Mexico. I love it. My grandma makes the best caldo de pollo. She puts sopa de fideo like, mm -hmm. uh, like in the caldo de pollo. But I feel like the reason why it's different is I think the pollo here. The f it's more it's fresh over there. And it, yeah, it's fr fresh over there. So it's like it's more. I don't know. I just like it. The only thing I don't like is my grandma puts the chicken feet. Yeah, I do that. And that, that scares the shit out of me because they still have the nail. Uh -huh. And I'm like. That's disgusting. Don't give me the chicken feet. But see, growing up, because, you know, we lived out in the country and we used to have a gazillion freaking chickens. So my, my parents used to make caldo de pollo like out of a fresh chicken of the day. And then I used to like the chicken feet and stuff. I don't know why. Probably because I was a child. But as a grown up, I'm like, ooh, no, thank you. And then another thing that when it comes to food, the Coke is way different here than it's way than Mexico. It's more sugary and sweet in Mexico than it's here. I'm not a Coke girly. Are you so. a Pepsi? I'm not really oh. a soda girly. Sorry. I became a Dr. Pepper girl once I got pregnant, but like growing up and my mom, my mom, again, my mom's always like on the healthier kick. She never, we never really had sodas at the house. See, she I, always had like aguas frescas. True. Like I'm not a, I don't drink sodas like often. I don't drink sodas like every single day. I only drink it like if it's a an occasion, and then I will drink. I would prefer Coke over Pepsi. Oh, if I can choose, I'll choose Pepsi. No, no. But I don't know actually because sometimes I'm just like ooh a Coke. But I, in general, I will choose other things other than a soda. And then your squirt or your tequila, yum. Um, yeah, that that <laughs> one is the yeah the food has got to be some of the best parts of being mexican and when i go to mexico fun fact i think i just eat a bunch of junk food more than anything because i used to love love the tacos in mexico and now i'm about to get canceled now i don't know they just don't taste the same to me like i don't know if i'm going to the wrong places or what the hell but like They're good, but I remember being little and being able to eat freaking tacos every single night. And like now, I'm like, hmm. But then again, I feel like as I got older, I ate less and less red meat. So that might be one of the reasons why. But I will go and I like, 
I want to eat hot dogs every day. I want to eat papas a la francesa with freaking salchipulpos. Oh my God, yes. I want to be eating chips with salchichas, limon and chile every day. I want to be eating like just junk. I want to eat junk food. And the thing that I noticed that whenever I would go to Mexico, the first two days I get so sick because it's like whole different food. I get disclaimer. This is TMI, but I don't give a fuck. I get diarrhea and I vomit. Like the first two days, it's just pure fucking waterfalls. Great. <laughs> no, but it is true. You know, I feel like maybe that was you when you were little. Because when I was little, oh my God, like, yeah. My mom used to have to take care of me the first like week or so because I would get super sick. But as a grown-up, I can't remember the last time I got sick. Well, I haven't been to Mexico <laughs> since 2010, so forever ago i know so i can't like i don't know if i'm like this next time that i go hopefully in january january hopefully you don't get anything yeah i'm like hopefully i don't fucking get sick and fucking have another waterfall episode Ooh. don't go chasing waterfalls <laughs> <laughs> so the other thing i love is how family oriented uh, mexican households are because Growing up, my parents included me in everything. Like, I feel like the more Americanized thing to do is to, like, leave your kids with somebody, like, you know, being babysat, like, for every little thing. And when I was little, that wasn't the case. Like, my parents never once really, I don't remember getting babysat other than, like, when my mom worked. But, like, that was literally the only reason I would get babysat. Like, it wasn't anything else. Like, I remember if my mom had appointments for any one of us kids all of us would go which nowadays you can't really do that but like everything was a family party i'd always see my cousins like everything was like everything we did and looked forward to included family like going to mexico every year to see your family here like birthday parties or parties for no reason because growing up i feel like we had parties for no reason all the time like just to hang out with your family and like well, first of all, maybe because my family is huge. Like, I don't really remember my family having to bring, like, all these friends. Yeah. Like, we were just a big family. And I always loved that I got to grow up with my cousins. A lot of them being the same age as me. That was always cool because it was like, here's your cousins who are going to be your friends. And I didn't need outside friends. Yeah. You know? And see, with me, like... I'm very different when it comes to, like, stuff like that. Like, I do like being family-orientated and everything, mm -hmm. but there's times where I'm just, like, I don't want to see anybody. Did you grow up with them, like, seeing them a lot or no? Um, I don't remember. See, I don't have a lot of, like, childhood memories. And here you were trying to do a whole episode on childhood I know. memories. But those are the memories that, like, I remember. Like, if uh -huh. I look at the picture, I'm like, oh, I remember that. Like, blah, 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 blah. But, like, when it comes to, like family events and when i was small and everything like i don't remember that m much stuff and like you your family like you have a lot of families here like a lot of cousins here a lot of family members yeah compared to me like i have you here and then i have like another two of my uncles from my mom's side mm -hmm. like close by and all the other people are like everywhere out in the states so we're like whenever we do events it's like yeah, we hang out with them, but I don't know. 
Yeah, I all like a lot of my dad's family. So my dad's side is here near me, and so I grew up with them mostly. For my mom's side, it's only like you, and I have an aunt in LA. Yeah. Um, so I have cousins in LA, and then I think. Well, another one of my cousins who moved into town now. But, like, for my mom's side, there was really nobody here near me. It was all my dad's side. And so, you know, all those TikToks about, like, ew, I hate my dad's family side. Like, I cannot relate. I grew up with all of them. I could. Those are my people. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, my dad's family side, It's all they're all in Mexico. And yeah. Mm. So, but, uh, but on that note being family oriented like how you were like you say like you don't love every part of it i also agree with that because the part i don't love about like i guess being super family oriented is a whole like when you try like i guess when i was a teenager and then my dad or my mom would be like ¿Y qué va a decir la tu tía? pero no porque tu prima yara yara you know tu prima tina no va a ir tina turner tina yeah like that i didn't like like i feel like they more my dad really cared like what are so and so gonna say which i don't even know if he truly cared or he just was saying it so like it would supposedly like scare me but it did not scare me it would piss me off and i'd be like pues que sepan, i don't care <laughs> <laughs> but that's one of the things and just like you know once in a while just because when you have such a close-knit family and it's great but what's not great about it is when it gets to be like too chismoso like yeah mira este novio que trae or anda llegando bien tarde this and that like that's when it's like no and also something that i don't like is like sometimes like everybody has drama and whenever the big family gets her like in mexico and stuff like that or here like you have to put, like, you have to be fake. What do you mean? Like, let's just say, for example, me and you have beef. Like, our family has oh. beef. Then, like, the whole room can feel the fucking the tension. tension. But you are trying to be fake, and you're trying to be, like, not fake, but, like, no, yeah, fake. So you don't have, cause a problem or, like, cause a scene in within the family. Your family. Yeah, within your um, family. I agree. Every, every family has it. Not every family. Like, every family is not perfect. Like, everybody has some beef some Somewhere. kind of drama mm -hmm. and then also like when it came to like some event like christmas or thanksgiving or or new year's like and like you said like hispanic uh families are very family oriented oriented but sometimes like there's times that i want to do stuff with my friends so then my parents would be like mad like why are you going with your friend like it's your family's christmas. coming yeah it's like but like i got invited i made plans like i'm sorry yeah in that sense I mean, I like my Christmas to be with my family, so I cannot relate, but, but, but what? I, if I wasn't like, if I didn't have all my cousins here or, you know, whatever, maybe it'd be different. And then also like I work every holiday, not every work every holiday, but I have to work some holidays. So true. They get mad because I can't do it. I'm like, I'm sorry. It's like my job is not the same as other jobs where I, they get holidays off. Well, working at a hospital, you really can't not work on a holiday you're yeah. gonna get some holidays because hospitals are open 24 7 so yeah. i have to work 
Next shift. Yay. <laughs> the one thing I did, or not the one thing, another thing I loved about growing up Mexican was going to Mexico every single year during our Christmas vacation. Like, I looked forward to going to Mexico. I knew all of my cousins were going to go. My cousins from California, my cousins from Texas, and we'd all just be like a huge mob of cousins. And it was so much fun because we were all like, not the exact same age, but just within the same age range. And any any little thing was like super fun. See, with I can't relate with that because like we didn't go to Mexico every year. It was like every other year or every... When you were growing up? Yeah, we didn't go to Mexico oh. every year. Like last time we went was during our eighth grade and then our senior year. Oh. Yeah. So Why we did didn't, I think you went every single year? No, we didn't go every single year. Like we... We didn't, yeah, we didn't go every single year. No, we went every single year. My parents were not going to miss, which I had no problem with that. So I loved that because I knew everybody was going to go. And like our Christmas parties, our New Year's parties, like they felt lit to me. They just felt lit because it was like a huge amount of us. We're all like the littlest thing became like a party, like going out to eat. It'd be a huge mob of us going out to eat. <laughs> if like where we're from, like I don't know if you remember, like for New Year's and Christmas, that they would do like the church, the whole church yeah. at midnight thing, which like that was great because then you'd go to church at midnight, and you know in Mexico, religion is super important. So they would do the whole like mass at midnight to enter the new year or to welcome Christmas, whatever. And then right after church, they would do Los Abrazos. Oh, yeah. So you'd go around La Plaza, and you're like this teenage girl, you know, 13, looking for the cuties out there that you could give a hug to. Like, Merry Christmas, like, Feliz Año Nuevo. So, like, I, I love that, and I miss, like, I remember, like, we used to cruise around town. Like, it sounds so, like, silly. Like, it's not things that were a big deal. But I swear this was the thing when I was a kid. Like, I remember cruising around town. Like, my uncles used to let us borrow their, like, trucks or whatever. Like, and my, and my cousins would drive. Like, my older cousins. And then at one point, I drove. And when you're 15 years old, like, that's all fun. It does sound fun, like fun, but not for me. Oh, I love that. No. And it's it's not the same, though. Like, nowadays, I don't think they do the whole, like, midnight mass and, like, Things have gone a little more, a little more scary out there, I guess, with like, just COVID. No, I oh. think, no, I think just all the stuff with, like the cartels and all oh. that crap. Yeah. Yeah, I only went to one because I remember it was during my senior year. I remember I was going to go to another mass, but I got sick, so I couldn't go. Well, you yeah. probably didn't care. No, I, I, I wanted to go, but then at the same time, it's like eh, it's past my bedtime. I know, I, I know you, Edgar. Yeah. No, I loved, I loved that, and we always used to buy so much clothes. Yes, we did to go to Mexico. Yeah, and then yeah, and they're like, "Oh my god, I like your clothes. Where did you get it? Aeropostel." Oh my god, when Aeropostel was a thing. Is it Aeropostel <laughs> or Aeropostel? I always said Aeropostel. Because I remember when. I feel like. That store was only a thing for one year, and then it died. No, no, it was like for a whole high school year. It was Aeropostale. No? Yeah, because I remember I would buy clothes there from like 
when we went we would go to mexico i feel like i only bought stuff there one year and then i was like nah. and then anchor blue that was my store oh my god we were freaking kids when anchor yeah. blue was in existence anchor, anchor blue was such an amazing that was my store i what would you compare so for all of the you the youngins who don't know what we're talking about anchor blue would it be like what like a tilly i think it would be like your uh, and your, all cooler than a tilly's <sighs> way bigger too yeah i think it would be like your tilly's yeah I don't remember, like, I remember going because my uncles, my dad's brothers used to buy Anchor Blue jeans. <laughs> and I remember going, like, with them sometimes to the mall, like, as, I don't know, my parents would go. And I remember them going for that or, like, perfumes or cologne or, but I don't remember if I got to buy something. I think I was a kid. I did. I, What'd you uh, buy? Everything. Shirts, sweaters. I think jeans as well. You were an anchor blue boy. I, I was an anchor blue boy. And I feel like that's where I got my first skinny jeans. Because I remember. Are you sure? Yeah. I feel like anchor blue was when not skinny sk- jeans were not even Not skinny it. jeans, but they were like fitted. Oh. Like they weren't your straight leg. Like I remember me. Look, I did a whole glow up. Like because Edgar during high school and Edgar now is way different person. Like. Well, everybody is. I did not give a fuck about my appearance during high school. I don't think your appearance was bad. Huh? I don't think it was bad. Yeah, but like I... It was just different. It was different, but like I would... I, I don't know. I feel like I did a whole glow up. No, like, you did. Way, way glow up. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a good thing. It is. The other thing is like, since we're on the topic of like going to Mexico and buying clothes and this and that, I love how extra my like parents were for the holidays like the fact that my parents did not want to spend a holiday here in the u.s extra (laughs) great that's great for me let's go and then when we would be over there our our like holiday parties they were huge it would be so many of us because so my grandma like my mom my mom my dad's mom she had 14 kids damn so i have like 14 you know uncles and aunts well one of them passed away so no 13 but they would we would all so imagine all of my grandma's kids married with kids of their own three or four kids of their own so now you got the grandparents her 14 kids all of her 14 kids having two or three kids which now there's like four or five kids to each family so i have like 50 plus immediate cousins and then my great grandma all of her kids would also come around and then her kids also had three or four kids so there's all i consider them my cousins as well so our freaking holiday parties were lit were lit they were huge and i i loved that i remember one time i went to one of your guys's christmas party in mexico i don't know <laughs> why I, and i was like this is not the same as my christmas in here with my family yeah because there was like so many people it was hard to walk to walk through and i was like don't know you don't know you don't know you don't know oh yeah our houses like back then i I don't know if my grandma or my great grandma ever imagined that their house would hold over freaking over 80 people on a christmas day they were kind of small for that kind of occasion but we didn't care it was like we were doing intercambios and we would have like food and you know, los tíos tomándose sus vinitos, like, and then around midnight, we'd be like deuces, and all of the cousins, we'd go out, and 
I, I miss those times. Obviously, they're different now. I feel like growing up now, you would not be able to experience that same Mexico, but I miss it. I thought it was cool. And I think my, like, whenever I would go to Mexico, like, the last time I went, like I said, I went during my senior year, it was way different than yours. Because, like, back then, I was more school-orientated. And I would Oriented? Take, yeah, orientated. <laughs> oriented, yeah. I would, like, care about my schooling. and I'm Not saying that you didn't care about your schooling, but, like, I would take at least four to five AP classes as a, yeah, a year. Yeah, I was still a 4.0 girly. You were. You were smarter than me. Um, no, I don't think that's the case. And I would take my homework over there, and that's what I loved. I loved take, doing oh, homework over there. No. That, that was me being extra. Like, whenever they would give us homework to take, because we were going to miss, like, a whole week or stuff, like, I would, instead of me going out, I would do homework. Because I was, like, I was involved in clubs. I was, in, like, like I said, taking four or five AP classes a, a whole year, every year, and I'm just like, yeah. Oh no! When I was a kid, remember like when you, like when you're like in elementary that they would give you that like Christmas packet to finish yeah. because well we used to stay way longer and like when I was like when I was a kid we used to stay until las fiestas and then I think fifth grade was like the year we stopped and then after that we never did. I hated that freaking packet. I used to complete the whole packet, you know, because we all we always did road trips. Yeah. In the two days from here to Mexico. I finished the damn packet, so I didn't have to deal with it over there. I, know, I didn't want to. I didn't want to do no homework. I would take my time, and I'm like, I want to do homework today, and I'll go to the little store, buy the papeleria, and buy little notebooks, buy little pens, so I can do my homework over there. I was extra. I was an extra. Child. Oh no, I was that extra. <clears throat> Can't talk. I was that extra kid here, though. But like in Mexico, please don't talk to me about school. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I loved that. But can you think of other things you loved about growing up Mexican? No, I can think of something that I don't like about being Mexican. Okay, well, hold up, because I got a lot of stuff that I love. Oh, my Jesus Lord. <laughs> the other thing was just like the way my parents have always supported us. And I don't know if that comes from being Mexican or that just comes from my parents being my parents. Like, all of us... You know, my brothers and I, we all, well, except for the littlest one, he's still in school. He's a seventh grader currently. All the rest of us went through college, and, like, my parents were always like, whoever goes to college gets a car. So my parents bought us our first car, which is, like, big help, because obviously you're a broke kid when yeah. you come out of high school. And I'm not saying my parents bought us this, like, brand-new Range Rover out of high school, you know? <laughs> like, But it was nice that... They started us off with the car, my first car. Do you remember what it was? And not Nissan Altima. Yes. It was gray. It was a Nissan Altima. It was not gray. It was gray. It was like, a, uh, the color was kind of, hmm. It, it was, was like gold, wasn't it gold? It I have was a gray. Freaking, I have a picture. I used to think it was the coolest shit ever. It was gray. I love your Altima. It was, I, so it was four years old it was a four-year-old altima by the time like when i graduated it was a four-year-old car so i didn't think you know it was bad that's, that's the new and then um, you had your bmw after that right the blue one boy that was the gray one i never had a blue vehicle in my life i thought you did have a no but that one was once i started working i well first of all i blew my altima's radiator or some freaking something <laughs> happened it blew up and then i had to get a new car so i sold that one to somebody that was like a mechanic and was able to fix it and 
I think his wife used it or whatever. Sold it and then used part of that money to buy my second car. Now that you're saying about support, like, yes, that's something that I liked about my parents, too. Like, there's some Hispanic, hum- and every, not not just saying Hispanic or Mexican, but in any kind of family, like, there's some parents that don't support their kids about going to school, like, for their, their mm-hmm. education. So whenever I told my parents that I wanted to go to college, like, okay, like, we will support you. And that's what I liked. Like, I remember I had family in Mexico. One of my cousins wanted to go. Uh, she was a, She's a female. She wanted to go to school to be, like, business stuff. Mm-hmm. And the dad was like, no, like, females are not supposed to, like, further their education. Like or, women? Yeah, women. It's like, they're supposed to stay at home. They're supposed to be stay-at-home moms. Wait, this was in Mexico? This was, a, this mm-hmm. was Mexico. And they had the money. Like, she, had the, she worked throughout her, what we consider high school here, which is La Prepa, right? Is, yeah. Or La Secundaria. No, La Secundaria is middle school. So, La Prepa... Um, they she would work after school she would go work and she would save up money so she can pay for her schooling after but her parents or her dad was were like, against no. it her dad was against it her mom was over there in mexico like there's a lot of machismo and everything so the mom does not have a say in anything oh, like in the that females. family yeah but like a lot in mexico like you see um i feel like you gotta go back i feel like this newer generation, like, I don't see any of my uncles acting like that. No, yeah, but, like, back mm-hmm. when we were in high school, like, you saw a lot of machismo that the woman does not have a say in the uh, say in, in the household. It's always a man. Blah, 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 blah. So whenever my cousin wanted to go to school, the, the dad was like, no, like, you're not supposed to do this. You're supposed to be supporting your husband. And you're supposed to be a stay-at-home mom, having kids, and raising mm. your kids. So she had to counsel her whole schooling, and she... Yeah. she didn't end up going she didn't oh. end up going see that's why i'm like i'm not sure if this is a mexican thing or not but like that's the way i saw it with like all of my cousins like i feel like yeah i worked i worked and went to college and like i paid for my own rent and i paid for my own like phone bill and my own car insurance and all that stuff but like i knew that i could lean on my parents no matter what like when they bought me that first car so i could go to college um, when I got super sick at some point that I had to take a lot of days off, like my mom was like, don't even worry about it. You need to quit. Like I'll take over. But I just was always like very independent. So I was like, no, 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 didn't do it. Or like, and I see it with my siblings now too. Like I feel like they're supportive, but my dad's more like, you have to tell me that you need something. Like my dad doesn't just want to give handouts because he says that like, then you create kids that don't know how to be adults. But I, I, I do agree with you with that one. Like, with our parents being supportive. Yeah, I, lo- I love that part. And I feel like the only reason why they're, like, so supportive is, like, they had a, not a horrible childhood, but they had a childhood that they don't, or an adulthood that they don't want their kids to go through. Like, working mm-hmm. paycheck through paycheck, living, working in the fields, which I'm not saying working in the fields is nothing bad like it's it's a job it, it's gonna mm-hmm. maintain your family it's gonna it's paying it pays it your pays bills, bills and, and it pays your stuff that you want but they want you and then they brought you here to the united states for quote unquote the american dream so they want you to improve and not have that life that they had before and i think no matter what like now that i'm a mom now i see what like whatever life they had they wanted 10, 10 times, times better, better yeah. for us me as mom now I think my life is fine, but, like, I want Gianna to have ten times better of a, of a life. So, I read this thing on 
think it was TikTok or Instagram. It was like your parents had a certain base, a certain foundation, and then they brought that base up, up, and then your your base is a little higher. Yeah. So then when you have kids, their base is a little higher. Or you can only hope that every generation's base is higher and higher so that their you know, the way of their way of life is gonna be better and just I don't know, that's that's how I see it. But yeah, they they brought they got brought up like working since they were kids. Yeah. So that's that's totally different. And I feel like with that, like my parents taught me how to be independent at a very young age. Like mm-hmm. once I came out of college, like once I grad, not college, um, high school, high school, like I was very independent. Like I moved out of my parents' house. I started working two jobs. I've always had two jobs and I paid my own rent. I didn't have my own car. I would borrow my parents' car. Oh yeah. I remember. Yeah, but I would pay for my, ga- I, like I would pay for the gas, like every time I would borrow their car. And it wasn't until like, I believe the second year that I was in college that I bought my own car and I paid and then after that I wasn't careful with that car so that car messed up so then <laughs> I bought my car that I have now yeah because I wouldn't change the oil <laughs> I remember it always needed an oil change yeah, and it would like shake and everything I remember one time I was driving to work I was late already and it <coughs> didn't like it wasn't working so I had to turn it off and I was like oh hell no so the next day I told my mom Mom, I want you, I need you to take me to the car dealership to buy a new car. And I got a car. So what happened to that other car? My dad like, sold it. Oh, but it still like it still worked? I don't know. It still worked, but You're it like was, not properly. Not properly. It still worked. It was still drivable, but it, like every time you would stop, your car would be shaking. It would like pull. And you would be mm. like yeah. <laughs> and it was embarrassing cuz like once you're the car red light like they would see that you were just like bumping oh back and my forth. God. Yeah, it was embarrassing. So then I was like, no, I had to get a new car because like this is dangerous. This is my fault for not changing my car's oil, or taking it to change my car, my oil, for my oh, car. My see, growing up, my dad did all of that. Like he'd be like, um, ya le cambiaste el aceite a tu carro. No, okay, me traes tu carro, and I'm gonna do el aceite today, and I'm gonna do a full tune-up and yada yada. Like my dad was supportive in that way, and honestly, if I still called him and said hey i need an oil change in my car he would still come and do it like they're still super supportive in that way Hmm. yeah okay so you are ready to talk about the things you hate yeah (laughs) let me just run down through the rest so the rest are kind of related to what i've already said that i love so like my so i guess this is not my grandmas used to come over to the u.s every single year like both my grandma and my great grandma for my dad's side. And while they were here, they'd be here for a month, I think like a month, a month and a half. We would have parties like in the middle of the week for no reason (laughs) on the weekends for no reason. And I loved that again, family oriented. I loved that. And like growing up in the central Valley, like we all lived in the country and we all rode the bus. And I don't know if this is still loud, but back then my mom would call and be like, um, can you please have Marlene? get off with her cousin bob today and so i'd get on bob's bus and all of our cousins would get on that bus that day and it'd be like seven eight nine of us getting off of the bus going to some freaking family party and that used to be so fun and just like in addition to that because because i grew up with family so close in age and everything like another thing i liked was like mis primas being like las besties yeah. like i didn't need any other any other friends obviously 
I do have friends that are not like biologically my cousins, but they still grew up with us. So like, consider them family, and that's always like, because I hear so much family drama where it's yeah. like, oh, I don't like my cousin, and they're all the same age, and like, we never had that. We were all friends. Well, lucky you. so you know i can keep on talking about the loves but we're gonna take a small little break and then edgar's gonna talk about things that i hate (laughs) things that he hates because i'm a very hateful person joking okay bye bye let's have a little coffee tea because you're going to get some tea. Because you're going to get some tea. But just a, di- <laughs> a little disclaimer at the beginning is this episode is going to be a very long episode. So of course. It can, it's going to be a 24-hour episode. Whoa. <laughs> and it's going to be long, the longest episode that we have done. And I think the only reason why it's going to be a long episode is because we are Mexican. Like, well, this is our life. This is we our have life. a lot to say. Yeah, we have a lot to say. But anyways... We at the first we talked about stuff that we loved about being Mexican and Hispanic and everything. Now we're gonna go into jump into the stuff that we fucking hate. Damn, Edgar had to use an f bomb. And something that I do hate is the strict rules that like we were raised. And Marlene's rules are way different than my rules because I'm a girl. She's a girl. She's the oldest, and I'm a guy, and I'm the middle. Like. Mm-hmm. They're very different. And you said something like at the beginning when we took at the, our break. And I was like, <laughs> that is so true. I know. I was telling it. I was like, oh. I was like, I think that's why I fucking hate rules. I like came to the realization because as a grown up now, like I hate being told what to do. I hate seeing that there's rules and that I must follow them all. I will look for ways to bend rules. <laughs> and, and that's my thing. Like. <laughs> I hate rules, and I don't hate rules. I hate being told what to do. Yep. And the moment that you tell me to do something is the moment that I'm not going to do it because I'm that stubborn. So if you tell me take the trash, I'm not going to take the trash. And if you keep on oh, remi- to li- like little things like that, yeah. If you keep on reminding me, hey, don't forget to take out your trash. I will extend it to not take the trash. I will let my house stink like shit. And I, no, I won't let it stink like shit. <laughs> but like, I that's just me. I like, I just. Don't tell me what to do. I will do it at the time that I want to do it. But I didn't have as much as as many rules as I had compared to my sister because she was a girl. Because she was a girl, and and I think the only reason it's like like I said in the previous uh, whenever I said about the whole machismo mm-hmm. during the beginning, like later earlier in times, it's like they wanted the girls to stay the females to stay at home and not go out and not do that so that that's why they had a lot of curfews had a lot of rules and stuff like that do you feel like your family was like that yeah to my sister oh like with me but i think also it's because like i never when i was uh younger i never went out you're like i never even defied the rules yeah like i remember one time um during my first time in prom which was my junior year in prom i went to prom and did i get a phone call from my mom no I was out two, three in the morning, and I really? never, yeah, and I never got a phone call from my mom. Oh my god! I remember my parents, specifically my dad. He wanted me back at ten thirty. <laughs> so normally my time was ten. <laughs> and I was like, "No, you gotta let me stay longer." Like everybody goes, like after prom, everybody goes to eat somewhere. Like there's always some kind of 
after event thing like where i'm not coming back at 10 okay <laughs> Dia si media once. Y si no, voy por ti. and i'm like what the hell of course me being the non-rule follower as i got older i did not follow the rules but like i was like what do you mean 10 like that's the event's not even over at 10 yeah but see and i feel like when i was a kid i didn't think my parents were like super strict well, maybe like how you say, I wasn't really doing anything that they had to be like, no, don't do that. Because I was a kid. But like as I got older, more like middle school, high school, and I started comparing myself to the rest of my classmates and like what they were allowed to do. Yeah, I felt like my parents were strict as hell. I didn't go to kickbacks. I had to be back home. I had to be back home at 10. Did I always listen? Of course not. But like then I would be in trouble. All right, no hiciste caso, entonces para otro fin de semana ni preguntes. Like, <laughs> you know? But that was strict because then when my brother, my which is the second sibling out of us four, was my same age, homeboy can be getting home at 2, 3 in the morning, and he wasn't going to get the same consequences yeah. or anything. But I think it was because he was a guy. Yeah, and I used to get pissed, and I would tell my dad that, es porque eres hombre, like, that's not fair. And he'd be like, no, it's not like that. It's because, like, like he does have rules. He just doesn't listen. And I'm like, no, because I also didn't listen. But I would I would have consequences to the not listening. Yeah. You know? And I remember they would apply those rules to my sister. And my sister was a rebel. Mm-hmm. But, like, with me, like, they never... I never had any rules. Like And, like, like I said, like, the only reason why I didn't have any rules because I would never go out. I wouldn't, like, not, I wouldn't say never. I rarely went, would but go But, like, out. you didn't really want to. I didn't, because, like, I was very school-orientated. Not orientated. Oriented? Oriented. Uh, during high school, like, I would be in many clubs. I would be Mecha. I would be in mock trial. I would be in leadership. Like, I would be in so many clubs that I would have after-school activities, and then I would have homework to do. So, I didn't really focus on going out. I would just be, like, I was a very homebody, and still a homebody now. But not as much as I was before. See, and I didn't really need to be like, oh my God, can I go to this kickback? Can I go here and there? Because, again, my friends were my cousins. So it was very easy for my parents to be like, yeah, go ahead. Go to your tia's house. Like, yeah, go ahead. Stay freaking late. Like, you're just at your cousin's house. Didn't matter. But the very few times where there was like school dances or like, I remember the first time I ever wanted to go to a baile. And my mom was like, no, estás pandara en los bailes, ahorita estás muy chiquilla, this and that. And she'd get all mad. And I would get all mad, like, but why does my friend get to go? And she'd be like, I don't care, that's not my daughter. And, like, we would get into it. I think I started being, like, a little rebel in middle school. Maybe not sixth grade, but I think seventh and eighth grade, I started being a little rebel about, like, noticing how strict my rules were and not liking that and, like, defying and arguing about them and, like, I remember I was not allowed to have a boyfriend until I turned 15. And then I was 14 when I had my first boyfriend. You didn't listen. I didn't listen. And I wish I would have, honestly. Nobody needs a freaking boyfriend at 14. <laughs> and I remember my dad being like, all right, your quinceanera is being called off because, like, you didn't listen. And I never wanted a quinceanera. I wanted a quad. So I was like, okay, well, can you get me a quad? <laughs> and he's like, no. And then my mom was like, es la única niña. Like, if I don't have a quinceanera for her, like, I will never experience having a quinceanera for a daughter. So she's having a quinceanera. And I was like, okay. So I still had one in Mexico. That was fun. And that's a whole, that's a whole thing I can talk about too. But 
even even when I did have a boyfriend, like my dad didn't allow us to go inside the house. So it'd be like freaking scorching hot, like straight up summer, and I'd be outside like you know, like in Mexico, like echando pegue con el novio, like boy, like I do you really think I want to do that? Like it was hella hot and then like obviously like I understand now, like I was freaking fifteen. Like I had no business having a boyfriend. So then I remember like asking to go to the theater and then the only way I could go to the theater or something with my boyfriend you have to take your little brother. <laughs> so my little brother was two years younger than me. And so he got to go everywhere with me or I was not allowed. But like at the time I thought they were so strict and now I'm thinking about it and I'm like, well, that is, that is pretty young. Like, yeah, 15. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. And you know, I can go on and on about that. But like my boyfriend at the time was four years older than me also had no business having a boyfriend that old like 19 yeah like when i was 14 he was 18 when i was 15 he was 19 like oh yeah so like uh that's an issue like i would probably flip if gianna brought me a boy when she's 13 14 who's four years older than her like when you're older like let's say yeah you're 25 and then your boyfriend's four years old like i don't care if you're or you're 21 and your boyfriend's four years older who cares but when you're 14 and they're already 18 or 15 and they're 19, like that's a whole different kind of mentality. That is, because like you are still in your young, dumb mentality. Yeah. And they're in their young, fucking. Dumb and broke. Yeah, young, dumb, and broke. And they're in the fucking adult, adulthood and they're just thinking about nasty things. Yeah, like I had no business with that. So I kind of do understand now why my dad was like that. I won't say anything about you dating someone older because I dated someone older. Yeah, but, but I was, I was you weren't fourteen. I wasn't fourteen. I was twenty-five. Yeah, it's it's a big difference yeah. when, at that time, you're an adult. Yeah. you know. I was older and dumb. <laughs> I was old, dumb, and broke. Old, dumb, and broke. Of young, dumb, and broke. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, other than that, though, what were my other? I felt like I. I feel like growing up, I felt like I had such strict world rules. And now I'm like, hmm, now that I'm a mom, I'm like, were they strict though? Some of them were just because my brother got to do whatever the heck he wanted and get home at whatever the heck time. True. And I think now, like something, because I, li- I still live, I live with my parents now. Something that bothers me is, I know it's just something, like, it's something stupid, but like whenever I go out, they're, she, my, my parents are asking, like, who are you going to go out? I'm like, I'm an adult. Like, what does it matter to you of who I'm, who oh I'm going out? Oh, my God. They, yeah. They and I'm like, will and, forever do that. Yeah. And, and what did you guys do? I'm like, fucking did drugs. Okay. <laughs> we did drugs. <laughs> we did it. But, like, what does it matter to you? I'm an adult. I don't have to freaking even ask you for permission. I, like, it's very nice of me. I mean, I'm like, hey, I'm going out with my friends. Okay, bye. But then when I come back, it's like, oh, where did you guys go? What did you guys do? And I'm like, it just bothers me. I'm like, what do you want to know? I See, and I was the same way, like, how right out of high school, I moved out. And then, of course, that didn't last very long. But when I came back home, I wasn't used to asking anymore. Like, obviously, when I lived on my own, like, if I wanted to go to McDonald's, I'd go to McDonald's. Yeah. If I wanted to go hang, hang out with a friend, I'd hang out with a friend. If I wanted to get home at 11, 12, 1, I would get home at 1. It didn't matter. And so then when I moved back home, at first, I would just, I would just take off. Yeah. I wouldn't say anything. And then they'd be like, pues te manda sola, okay? Like, I'm an adult mom. Yeah. And I mean, I was 19, 18, whatever. <laughs> but like, I was like, oh my God. ¿Y con quién vas a ir? ¿Y qué van a hacer? Yeah. ¿Y por qué? 
¿Y cómo aquí los vas a regresar? Ay, pues no sé. Pues como aquí horas. And I'm, oh my God. And I used to like still be like a little rebel. Like, just don't ask me. Like, it's so annoying. <laughs> I know when I went to Portland a couple weeks ago, I told my mom, I was like, hey, it's like, can you take care of Dobby? Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, 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 And I was like, we don't, Oregon. ¿Por qué? And I'm like, mom, it's like, I'm going to a concert. Like, chillax. With who? And I'm like, mom, it's like, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like, I'm going with a friend. Like, it, it's just a small thing that bothers me. You and know what? And I think that comes with being Mexican, how, like, maybe growing up, they didn't do too much. So, like, true. that's one of the things I don't like that I feel like they expect us to not do too much. Like, ay, ¿por qué? ¿Y por qué van a gastar el dinero para ir al concierto? Like, ¿Y por qué van a gastar tanto dinero para comprar this thing? Like, yeah. I feel like now, as a 30-year-old woman, like, they're more like... You know what? It's not even my age. It's when I got married and had... And had like a husband where they, when they were like, you know what? I moved it with my foot. The chair moved, but it's me. Anyways, like, I feel like that's when my parents were like, oh, she is another family and she has her own decisions. But like before that, it was always like, no, no gastes tanto. No, porque tienes que like ir ahí. Like, ay, siempre andas de jacalera or whatever, you know? And I feel like they didn't say it in a bad way, but at the same time, they really did think I went out too much or I did too much. Yeah. And I feel like because in comparison to their, their like youth, yeah. They didn't do anything. They didn't do anything. And I think also like my mom is trying to see if I'm dating someone, which I'm not going to tell her. Oh my God. El novio. Yeah. I was like, I'm not, I'm the type of person that I don't, I don't like telling my family, like my relationship issues. Like they haven't, they don't know anything. I'm going to keep it a little secret. Well, especially not until you have something serious. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to keep it a little secret. It's not until you're like, hey, mom, this is my boyfriend. Hey, mom, this is my husband. <laughs> yeah, this is my husband, <laughs> Barbarino. I don't know. Philly base. Yeah, so every time like I go out, I was like, who are you going out with? And I'm like, with a friend. I don't say like, oh. Oh, but to them, a friend is a boyfriend. Yeah. They better not watch you even say a hug goodbye because... ¿Y por qué te dio un abrazo? Yeah. Los no, los amigos no se abrazan. <laughs> <laughs> the shade. You know. Um, anyways. <laughs> Is it relatable? I can relate to that one. But so what things is that the only thing you hate about uh, being Mexican according to you? You so you hated the rules that you didn't have but your sister had? Yeah. Nice. I, <laughs> I, I didn't hate them. No, I do hate them. You it's, found them unfair. I found them unfair, and then I saw as soon as I saw like when they came to my little brother, like the rules didn't apply to oh, them. Oh, the freedom to those little yeah. kids. And the only reason, and I would tell my mom now that I'm older, I'm like, you are. Whenever my little brother was younger, like in high school and stuff like that, I'm like, you are giving him like the freedom to do anything. And she was like, es porque ya me cansé, and I'm like, no. Es porque no te cansaste. It's like, he's a little kid. He's the spoiled one. He's going to grow into, like, a life that's, like, that he thinks that he can do whatever he wants whenever he grows old. And he's going to soon, soon, sooner find out that that's not the, mm -hmm. it's not going to happen. They are easier on the little ones because my little brother, I see that, like, when my mom makes a certain meal and, like, he doesn't want it. She will cook. She will be like, pues, hay esto y esto, que quieres comer, like. Yeah. No, with us, it was like, pues no es restaurante. Like, this is what I made. And if you don't like it, then go ahead and, like, make a quesadilla or a huevo. But, like, this is it. And I feel with my mom, it's the smaller and the youngest. No, the, well, that's the thing. The youngest <laughs> and the oldest that she's like that. Like, right, ¿qué quieres uh, de comer? 
But with me, I'm like, if there's nothing to eat, then she will make, like, I can tell her stuff, but she was like, no tengo tiempo. See, my mom's like that with me now. Where she'll be like, like, if I'm busy or something, she'll be like, pues dice tal cosa, like, quieres que te lleve? Like, when oh. I first moved in, she yeah. always wanted to bring me food, like, especially because I was still, like, being a teacher, working full time. And, like, I mean, obviously, she has been managing a household for ever so she knew what it was like and she always wanted to bring me food and stuff like that so maybe if you didn't live at home because remember your mom always used to cook for you when you would come down yeah but it, true but now i'm just like I ha- now you live there so I live there. you I, must cook for yourself i don't mind cooking for myself because like there's times where i don't want to eat whatever she made because mm-hmm. it doesn't look appetizing for me and then something that i didn't like when it like i found it unfair is that when i was a little kid and I wanted something, I would have to, like, earn it. Not earn it, but, like, I would have to make an allowance to do that. But oh, see, and I knew that, it, like, see, yo iba a preguntar, like, oh, can we go visit my cousin? And my mom would be like, ¿y qué has hecho? ¿Ya tendiste tu cama? ¿Ya tiraste las basuras? ¿Ya aspiraste? Like, I knew that if I even wanted to ask something, I better have done hella chores. And then, like, when it came to my little brother, if he would ask for something, like, he, I want this, like, they will buy it for him. And I'm like, mom, like, you need to make him understand that, like, just because he asked for something, don't give it to him. Like, you have to make him earn it. Because once he's older, he's going to think, like, oh, I want this. I'm going to get it. So he's not going to know how to earn whatever he so needs. So you don't like that she's raising him differently yeah. in that way. See, and I, had, I don't have a problem with it. Like, I remember I never had, like, an iPad or an iPod or none of those things. Like, my parents just were like, oh, those are too expensive. We're not buying you that. But... Then when I had, like, my first chance to buy me, when I got my own money, I went and bought me an iPod. Yeah. iPod. But my little brother, they bought him an iPad for Christmas. And I was like, oh, we never got that kind of gift. Yeah. Like, But I'm not mad about it. Like, if you only have one kid to give big gifts to now, then go for it. But, yeah, you see how different his... If I put him on the podcast 10 years from now, when 20 years from now, and he's my age... His upbringing is totally different. Yeah. And I was going to say something, but I forgot what I was going to say. What are your favorite dishes? Like, your, since we talked about mom's not making food or making food, what are your favorite Mexican dishes? Chilaquiles, tacos, enchiladas, y sopes. Y pozole. Oh, you're a pozole guy. I'm a fucking pozole guy. But there comes to a moment, like, whenever, every, every birthday, my mom would try to make me pozole, and I can eat that pozole for, like, a good two, three days. But then... On the day four, I'm like, I'm tired of this pozole. I don't want to eat pozole for the next 2,500 years. So, are you pozole over tamales? Um, Because I'm tamales over pozole all the way. No, I can eat both. It just just depends on the season. Because for me, like, I do like pozole. And if I go somewhere, I'm like, okay, good. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm like, delicious. But I will eat pozole that one day and I'm good. I can eat tamales until they're gone. Well, same here. With me, with I pozole and tamales, tamales. I, I can eat whenever they're gone. But, like, I, if they're serving pozole and tamales at the same time, I will eat, ha- like, a little of everything. Yeah, no, same. Same. My favorite things are chiles rellenos and tamales. And not... I feel like I'm missing one thing. Well, if I think about it, I'll think about it, but... Tamales specifically, the like the jalapenos con oh queso. Oh my god, yes. Delish. And see, when it comes to pozole, like I like my mom's pozole. 
it's very rare whenever whenever I like someone else's pozole. Like I like your mom's pozole también, but like if I if they're serving pozole at like a different event, like I won't get a lot because like yeah, some people's pozole is like more bland or whatever. Yeah, my mom's it's more fattening there's a lot of grasa oh you like the grasa i fucking do love the grasa you know what i do like but i don't know if this is considered a mexican dish like cuando hacen cosas fritas en el caso like when they do like pollo frito oh yeah and like papas fritas or tacos dorados oh yeah all that stuff i would hate moja i hate mojarras oh i like mojarras that's no barf i actually kind of want some right now no barf <laughs> that's disgusting <laughs> like i would eat fish like and sushi poke bowl and everything like that but Give me caldo de pollo, not caldo de pollo, caldo de pescado y mojarras, and I will fucking barf on your fucking food. You know, caldo de pescado, I don't dislike it, but I don't think I've had it too much. It smells nasty. Well, yeah, it smells fishy. But not when I eat sushi and all that stuff. Like, I don't... Sushi smells hella fishy. I know, but I don't, I don't mind that smell. Like, I don't mind the smell of going to, like... Oh, you know what I don't like? What? Menudo. Oh, I love menudo. I fucking... No, thank you. But, like, whenever we go to, like, Fisherman Wharf or somewhere, like, that serves fish, like, I don't mind that smell. But mm -hmm. whenever they make caldo de uh, pescado, that's the smell that I do It mind. is strong. I'm like, this is disgusting. I'm going to go outside and I'm going to sleep outside. Oh, I like shrimp a lot, too. I can't oh, believe I for, like, cocktail de camarones oh, yes. and, like... Octopus? Oh. What? No. Oh. I remember my mom in Mexico would make cocktail de camarones y... Um, Con pulpo? Y pulpo. That was very fucking delicious. But I will eat like calamari, like fried calamari. But like, mm. I know that's not octopus, but like it's mm. the same kind of texture, no? No, it's different. Because <coughs> the fried calamari, it's fried. It's not as, it, it is a little squishy, not squishy. No, but like when it's not fried, calamari is similar texture, no? Like when it's not fried. Yeah. Yeah. So I will, I will not eat it unless it's fried. Oh no, I will eat it like that. I get octopus on my poke bowl. Have you ever had a poke bowl? I don't think so. It's almost like a sushi, but in a, in a bowl. Maybe I have. You know what I had this year? Um, pulpos fritos. Like in El Caso, like little tiny oh, baby yeah. ones. Uh, I, I just tried them because I had never tried them. So, well, in that way. And I was like, no, thank you. Mm -mm. I don't know. I don't like the texture. Mm, no, but I want some tacos. I just had tacos yesterday. Hochilaquiles. I still need to learn how to make chilaquiles. Some spicy... McChicken. Ooh. Spicy, <laughs> soggy chilaquiles with a lot of fucking cheese. Mm. Yes, I like my chilaquiles soggy. Yeah. I do not like... Like, one time I went to a restaurant that had chilaquiles and then... The, they were crunchy? The, yeah, I... No, that's freaking nachos. Are you kidding me? Yeah, those are nachos. They're not chilaquiles, you fucking dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You know... Something I hate, now that I'm thinking about it. What? What? Something I hate. I guess this is more like a custom, like a Mexican custom. I hate how we're brought up to, like, serve men. Like, when you're at family parties and they're like, Ay, sírvele, sírvele a tu marido. Like, what the hell? He has legs, he has arms, he has hands. I hate that. Like... I'm not saying I will never serve him. Yeah, sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm going to go get myself a plate. So I'm like, hey. And he's like, you know, whatever. Hold Jinji on. I'm like, what do you want? And I'll serve him. But do not tell me. Again, don't tell me what to do. Number one. Number two, don't make it seem like if I don't serve my husband, he's not going to eat. I hate that. 
True. And, you know, luckily to Lodfold, first of all, he's not even on that vibe. Like, he doesn't mind serving himself, doesn't think I have to serve him, doesn't think that if I don't serve him, he's not going to eat. Like, he doesn't think like that. But, like, when I, even when I go over to my mom's house, like, and it's not like a huge party, it's just us, and she'll be like, I sirve a Rodolfo. Ay, caliente tortillas. Ay, you know, like, everything has to be perfect. And yeah. I'm like, what the heck? No. I think something that I hate it's a love and hate when it comes to like i know i'm gonna get a lot of hate with this but like it's a love and hate when it comes to like holiday traditions mm-hmm. like there's times where i don't mind spending holidays with family but there's times where i'm just like i just want to like be by myself <laughs> well they're different people because i remember one one year i was not living by myself but i was living with roommates and it was i think it was christmas and my mom was like, are you coming over? And I'm like, no. And she was like, why do you work? And I'm like, no. He's like, ¿y por qué? And I was like, you should have said you had to work. And I'm just like, I just want to spend me time. Like, I don't want to spend time with the family right now. Like, But was it because you didn't want to spend time with your parents and your siblings or because there was going to be more family that you were like, eh. I, I just like- wanted, I just wanted, yeah, it was more family. So I just wanted mm-hmm. to have just like a me time. But I also, even if there was like fa- more family, there wasn't no more family there, and it was just my parents and my brother and sister. I didn't want to go either. Like I wanted to spend. You just didn't want to go. I just didn't want to go. Like I didn't want to drive. I didn't want to go. I just wanted to have a very relaxful, chill day where I can just relaxful. Relax. Relax. Is that a word? I don't know. I just made it up. Relaxful. <laughs> relaxful day, and where I can just chill and be out with my comfy clothes relaxing day relaxing day relaxful yeah. i like that word yeah relaxful sounds full of relaxation hashtag relaxful make it into a word put it in the dictionary created by <laughs> edgar at the for you for the girls podcast you know what i also don't like is how i guess this is like another mexican like custom how everybody expects you to have kids or be married by a certain age like like oh when you're 19 20 21 they'd be like y la novia y el novio which is annoying yeah. and then you start reaching like 23 24 or y cuando se van a casar and then if you're even 28 too old when are you gonna have kids yeah like you're too old like, for kids now I know, ya, yeah. Está pasando el tiempo. like when are you gonna have kids and like that's something I don't love because everybody's timing to everything is so different. You don't have to be married by a certain age. You don't have to have kids by a certain age. You don't even have to have kids to begin with. Like all of those choices are like such personal choices and they ask. But I, I do think like half of them that ask is just like they're trying to have a conversation with you. But then the other half, they truly believe that like that's a must, you know? And they just feel like the other part, I mean, it's like they want to have cheese men talk shit about you. That could be a part of it, too. Yeah, it's like, oh, my God, did you hear Marlene? She's 27 and doesn't have kids. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. It's, and, you know, sometimes it can go deeper than that. Like, what if somebody can't have kids? What if, you know what? They're in a relationship and you're over here asking, and they kind of hate their boyfriend at the moment. You know, like, they're kind of wishing, um a breakup or what if like they're asking like la novia and you're gay exactly yeah did you experience that a lot yeah every time that i would go to mexico it's like y la novia or any family event and i'm like mm, no tengo novia 
Little did that. And you're like, mm, let me go stand. Yeah, little did they know that I didn't like any girls. I like guys. But yeah, that in novio talk and la novia talk has got to go. Yeah. And you know what I don't like, and this could be a whole episode, is how like some in some um, some Mexican families they don't understand the whole being like not like not being straight. You know, being yeah. anything else other than straight, how like some Mexicans truly don't understand that, don't try to understand it, just talk shit about it. And it's just like, it, it triggers me because I'm like, what if one day your kid, your kid came and told you, hey, I'm, I'm gay? Or what if your grandchild came? Like, are you like, you're going to change your mind? But it's, I, I don't think it's just like Mexican family. I think it's any kind of family. You think so? I think so. Like, any kind of family. Like, I heard stories like, oh, it's like, if my child was gay, oh, no. Fuck that shit. Like, no. Like, that's not going to happen. I would disown him. Yeah, it's like, I, that won't happen in my family. But you never know. My best response is, you have kids. Or you're going to have kids. Or you're going to have grandkids. Or yeah. you're going to have friends. Like, you're going to change your mind whenever that happens. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Sometimes they don't, sadly, but. And then sometimes there's going to, there's some shade. Maybe they just hate gay people because at the end of the day, they have gay thoughts. Wow, Edgar. Well, I don't know. Or they had gay thoughts before, and they're just ashamed of their thoughts. Maybe that could be the case. You know what? Other thing is like, and this will be the final thing that I hate about growing up Mexican is the whole like because they're family kind of mentality. What do you mean? Like, pero son familia. Like, when, oh, but I don't really want to go. Oh. But, Pero es tu tío. Like, you have to go and, and you don't feel like connected to those people yeah. and you still have to go. Or like some something happened in the family and you're just like, it something doesn't sit well with you and you're like, what the hell? And then they're just like, oh, but es que es familia. Like, yes, you know, we all have stuff, but like we still have to support each other. Like, and I don't know if that's something that happens because we grew up Mexican or is this in all the families? But like, you don't have to deal with people just because they're family. Yeah. You really don't. And, and I can totally relate. Cause like there's times when I was younger, we would go to family events and I'm like, I don't want to go. And I was like, but they're your family. It's like, I just don't want to go. And they're like, Pero que va a decir tus primos y tus tías? and I'm like, I don't care. I just like, I just don't feel like going. Yeah. See, and in that way, I do feel like, the younger sibling has that different experience. Well, at least in my case, like growing up, especially me and my second brother, like we had no choice. If my parents wanted to go to like a family member that we never really hung out with and we were like, mm, we'd rather stay home. No. No se van a quedar. Tienen que ir. Tienen que ir a saludar. Tienen que conocer. Blah, blah, blah. Like these are my relatives and these are the people I grew up with and like you have to go. No choice. And like my little brother? No. He won't have to go anywhere he doesn't want to go. See, I would have to go still. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Something that I hated, hate, 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 hate is, and this is what my dad does, is like whenever I see someone, he's like, salúdale. And I'm like, I don't even know this person. I'm just going to say, hey, <laughs> I'm not going to freaking go like, hey, nice to meet you. My name is Edgar. He's like, no, like, I don't know you. I'm not going to freaking, it's polite for me to be like, hey, buenas tardes. That's all. But I am not going to be going to like shaking, shaking every person's hand. Like, no, that is not me. And I'm not going to do it. See, we were, we, my parents never made us shake everyone's hand. Yeah. But when I became a teen, yeah, they'd be like, se dice hola. 
Like if you got there in yeah. within the freaking one second, you didn't say Buenos Aires or something. Yeah, they would bring it up. But like, we were such a huge family. We were not about to handshake every single buddy. And that's my thing. Like, if I walk into a family event or wherever I walk, I would say Buenas tardes, Buenos dias. Mm-hmm. And then if I leave, I was like, Pasen buenas noches, adios. That's all that I say. I'm not going to go into like every person like, oh, adios, 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 give everybody a hug. Yeah, and the it's thing like, of no. it is that like, like now that I'm a mom, I, I realize like the people that I grew up with or the people that I feel super close to because at some point I was really close to, like my daughter may not be growing up with those people. Yeah. And so when they come around to Gianna, they're strangers. I'm yeah. not going to be like, you have to hug them. You yeah, have to no. talk to them. Like to me, I still hold them close to my heart because I had experiences with them where, you know, I was close to them or I am close to them. But like if, even if I don't see them often at some point I did, so that's fine. But if, Gianna doesn't want to like be acting like she's super close. That's fine because she's not. Yeah, she literally doesn't see these people. Yeah, I agree with that. But so to end it up, ended up. Why does that sound so weird? To end it up. To finish end it this, up. To finish it up. To end it up. To end oh it up. Oh my god. <laughs> to finish it up. Are there certain core memories from your childhood? Yeah like going to mexico like uh, in the car i still oh my god i loved the road trips i like the road trips like i would remember not taking a shower for two days (laughs) dude the freaking worst the fucking feet smells in the fucking car that's not like when your siblings and you you all be in there (laughs) i one of my core memories that i have is the last time i went to mexico i was sick i was empachado i my i had my thyroiditis were was like low and i remember I slept so much on my way over there and I didn't eat. And my mom was like, ¿Por qué no vas a comer? And I'm like, no tengo hambre. No más estoy cansado. And my mom thought that I was going to be bullied. Oh my <laughs> and God. And I wasn't. And I knew something was wrong because like, I had some, I had some GI problems and I remember that I would always want to go home. Like, would not always, I would not want to go to a school because I would feel sick and my mom would always correlate that with me getting bullied. Did your mom never know you had like all these stomach issues? No. And it wasn't until I, she took me to the clinic and uh-huh. they did blood work and then they found out that my thyroid levels were low and they're like, this is why, and I was anemic as well. Mm-hmm. And they're like, this is why Edgar is like so tired. This is why he wants to go to sleep. This is why he's not. But he, your mom just kind of thought you were depressed probably. Depressed and I was getting bullied and that's why I didn't want to go to school. And then it wasn't because, and then also like, in Mexico, there's a lot of, like, people who can so- que soban. Like, mm-hmm. soban less, like... I remember que siempre me empachaba. Yeah, so they would send me to, like, a curandera, and they would, like, sobarme, and it's like, está bien empachado. And, and they would pull your cuero. Oh, I love uh, that. No, I back. hated that. I hated the that. thing that I hated is the drink that they made me drink. The blue drink? The blue drink. It's technically fucking bleach. What is it? It's bleach. It's not freaking bleach. It's fucking bleach from dem- denim. No, you're not. Yes. I'm going to Google it later. It's called Azul. And it's like the blue powder from denim, like denim jeans, which is it bleach. Was, it wasn't too bad for me. The, to me, was the freaking skin pulling. I used to like Oh, no, that was the worst. It. It, it's that. And I think you put it in water and you heat it up. So practically it's bleach. I'm going to Google it. And then you drink it. And it once you burp, if you burp, oh, it smells like fucking de- like eggs, like rotten eggs. Yeah, I remember that. And then. But I remember mm. having to lay there and just like. Tenían que sobarte, and then the, when the time came that I knew that they had to like pop, oh. yes, que se, tienen que estirar hasta que estruene. Yeah. 
and I used to tense up and it would take forever and I used to like I love that oh, I remember oh my god when I went to Me- last time I went to Mexico and they did that it was so relaxful because all that I hear was like relaxful relax relax <laughs> relaxing and all you hear is the little and oh, I was like Ooh, no yes. no no but that's one of my core memories and also like spending time with my grandparents like now they're grading older and I haven't seen them in like a couple of years not a couple like more than 10 years um Spending time with family. Mm-hmm. That's some of the core memories that I have. And yeah, just going to my parent, my grandparents' ranch and just... I was being, just going to say that. That's one of my core memories. Yeah, being dirty, freaking going to El Sanjón. What is that? You don't know. It's like... We call it a San, El Sanjón, which is like a little divot where it's like... it's out, so Come on, ditch? Yeah, so it's like two mountains. And then there's like... At the bottom, there's like a ri- little river. Where was this? And my my grandparents' ranch. Oh. Yeah, and you would like slide in there. You would get like a little costal and you would slide into the little slide. Oh, that looks... Yeah. That sounds fun. It was fun. And then just the little core memories that yeah. I would have. See, those are core memories. I remember... And we'll still do it every time we go to Mexico. But we don't go as... My parents still go every year. But like my siblings and I don't go as often. But, like, going over and seeing, like, where my parents grew up, where my dad grew up, where my mom grew up, and, like, just the way they lived. Like, my dad's house, most of the house is still made out of adobe. Yeah, same. Like, that's crazy. And then my mom's house looks like a more, like, a current home from now. Like, their house has electricity and everything. But I think because my mom's side of the family continued, like, upkeeping it and, like, um, I feel like they were probably more wealthier than my dad's side but then when my with my dad like they just kind of left it alone so every year it's a little more broken down a lot doesn't look livable at all and they had like the kitchen with like what do you call those kitchens that there's not like a stove or anything oh yeah the yeah i know what yeah and then my mom actually had like a stove and like a dining table like totally different upbringings and sometimes we'd make it a day like we'd go out there and like they would make a carne asada and like the family members would go that's a core memory one core memory that is so funny i remember so like when we'd be in mexico you know in mexico so we saw that you just sit on the sidewalk and oh, you're just yes. chit-chatting yep. and everybody's driving around and everybody's walking around whatever and this one time me and my cousins were all sitting outside the sidewalk and this freaking truck full of guys passes by with the song by humps by black eyed peas <laughs> and i think they were from mexico so they didn't realize like my humps yeah my humps my humps my humps my lovely lady lumps <laughs> and i'm like laughing and i'm sitting with my cousins from mexico so they're like what and i'm like that's a girly song but you know it's an english song it was super cool for them yeah and then next thing you know that truck stops but behind that truck there was I don't remember if there was two or three bikes of guys and we were young and those guys were too like our age yeah. so they were like you know trying to look like they, they kind of try to look back at it to look at us yeah. and the truck in front of them stopped <laughs> so they all freaking crashed into the truck oh my god I will never forget that I think I was like 14 when that happened that lives in my mind rent free and I think yeah um, one of my cousins over there they had a little tienda and we would always me and my sister would uh, we, we would always go to that tienda and help them out and then just sit on the sidewalk and just like people watch because yeah, our that's a thing our street was the main one not the main one but was the main one going up para arriba oh yeah, yeah. the one where all the stuff is happening yeah. so we would always like stay there and then until like 7 p.m. and then my cousin and my sister would get ready to go to the plaza which I would just go and stay at, my, at the house mm-hmm. and just chill because I didn't want to go out. 
Of course, Edgar. And I still, like, I don't know. Like, I, there's times where I just, like, I don't want to go out and I just want to chill. I'm a homebody. I, I am more of a homebody now as an adult than I was before, but I do enjoy being with my people. I got, I have to. If I go too many days without being with somebody other than you know my daughter and my husband like i start feeling like i don't know like like lonely for some reason i just i feel it's icky i have to i'm a people person but not like so much like a oh let me go out there and meet all these new people like no, no. that sounds disgusting no but i could keep talking but i'm not going to but you guys have heard enough you guys did you have heard enough and let us know if you like these super long episodes, because I feel like this episode is like two hours long. It's more than an hour and a half, I think. And should we do a part two where we don't talk about our experience? We just get your responses. Oh, that would be a nice one. Like, I want to know how similar or how different you grew up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That is all the for today. Episode of Growing Up in the Hispanic Mexican. Growing up Mexican. Yeah. Yay. I was going to do the agrito, but I don't know. <laughs> oh, I wish. Um, just don't forget to follow us on TikTok and IG. Especially IG because, you know, we're always asking for your guys' input. And right now, we're asking for spooky stories. Yes, because Halloween's coming up. Yeah. And so if you go into our Instagram highlights, which is the little circles that just you can see it kind of looks like a story they're saved on there and you can click the link and send in your spooky story we're still accepting spooky stories anything spooky anything that you heard but didn't happen to you um la llorona was involved um lights were being turned off you um, heard a little voice you heard a little girl you heard a you little watched kid this movie and then you couldn't sleep later yeah. on you know that kind of spooky story something spooky and if you guys don't follow us on our ig What's her username, girl? It is at For the Girls Pod. Is it just regular girls? G U R L Z. <laughs> girls. Girls. No, yeah. Follow us. And also, we are accepting small business shout outs, too. Yep. If you want a small business shout out, if you are a small business and you want a shout out, let us know. Send yeah, us a DM. Because we support small businesses here. Mm-hmm. Okay. That is all. Have a good rest of your day and week. Yes. And be expecting a small little surprise for this at Friday. That's right. Okay. Bye. Bye.